This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. How you doing? I'm Adam. Welcome to episode 36 of the Fight Disciples podcast. A little bit different this week because Nick is ill. As if you get ill on fight week. We're building up to UFC 204 and he's ill, throwing up in bed. So I've given him a day off to recuperate so he's ready for the weigh-ins and obviously fight night a little later on in the week. So I've got a guest presenter with me. The one and only Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts will be joining him in the studio to preview everything that's happening this weekend. He's looking forward to his fight with Michael Platinum Perry. Let's not be diplomatic yeah, we're, we're on here. Let's talk in levels. Listen, there's a difference between fighting cans and then fighting hot chocolate. That's and it. Standard issue. I'm 13 and 1. I come out to war. I'm prepared. I'm ready. Um, so the way it's going to go down Saturday night, it's going to be exciting, but there's, there's no way I'm going to give an inch to this kid. Um, and it's going to be something that everyone's going to want to tune in and watch. And of course, we'll hear from Michael Bispin a little later on in the show on the headline of UFC 204. Whether, you know, I agree with what happened with that second shot or whatever, the guy is a legend of the sport. He really is. So, um, yeah, I, I get a chance for retribution. I get to do it in Manchester. I get to defend my title, and I get to give him one back because God knows... I owe him one. This is the Fight Disciples podcast. Subscribe now via the iTunes store. Mr. Roberts, welcome back. How are you, buddy? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, you were one of our debutants on one of our first ever episodes, right back in the day, you know what I mean? You were representing the UK. When we first spoke, you just made your uh, UFC debut. Mm-hmm. We're nearly a year on, man. Nearly a year on. This is your third fight back in Manchester. Yep. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm elated with uh, everything that's going on, the whole process and... The way things are going as far as career and, like I say, training, what I'm doing in my life is perfect. Um, I'm very content and happy where I am right now. To be back in Manchester is just, yeah, it makes me feel on top of the world. When we uh, when we last spoke, obviously, you just had your first victory. Mm-hmm. Since then, you've had a little bit of a war, a bit of a turn-up with uh, yeah. Mr. Mister Steele, whose first name is spelt like a lady, Dominique, with a Q-U. Yeah, there's been a few ones. About <laughs> jokes spun off the back of that, that fight. Um, two contrasting fights. First yeah. one, very well to plan. This one um, went the full distance. Yep. Stood toe to toe, threw a little bit of leather. I know mm-hmm. that last time we spoke, your eyes light up when I say things like that. But yeah. what's it like when it actually happens? When it happens, it's it's, it's one of them. It's it's um it's like rising above adversity every time. Do you know what I mean? It's something that you put man in deep waters. You see how well he can swim. It's something that I love, though. Do you know what I mean? It's I'm I'm built from that tough stuff um, from day one. So to be able to get pushed and to have athletes push me the way that that last fight was. I had a couple of complications before I went in and had the fight. I won't use that as any excuse. Um, but illness always is, is a factor mm. leading up to a fight with your hydration, your weight cuts and things like that. Um, but again, like I say, just in, gen- in general, the performance, having someone that can push you to the extreme levels and really, really show you what you are and who you are. I love that stuff. This time out in Manchester, uh, another different opponent. Again, when we spoke last time, we were talking about um, your striking background. Obviously, then going out to California, um, uh, sorry, Florida, and getting yourself um, more rounded as a fighter yeah. with uh, the BJJ and what have you. Uh, and this time, they're taking you back to the old school. It seems that the uh, the geese that you fight at the weekend, Mister Platinum, he likes to throw a little bit of leather himself. Uh, he yeah. is he's what they class as a knockout artist. You must be licking your lips. I am. Yeah, this is kind of the fight that I've relished and that I've I've longed for. Um, I've had a couple of them in my career so far and normally 
in fact, every time that I've had them sort of fights, I come out on top and I end up finishing the guy. So, um, like I say, to be able to come back home and to be able to get this type of fight instead of someone who's going to try and grind and neutralise everything that I've got mm. to offer, to entertain, to be able to put on a table, this one's going to be a, an absolute war and it's going to be fantastic. But at the same time, like I say, we've been uh, got a good team behind me and, and coaches and we've been working well on... on um, certain positions and strategical play so all in all it's going to it's going to work in my favour and we're looking to have a nice little technical warfare when you when you come across a kid that's got 100% knockout uh, ratio um, he's had one fight in the U- UFC yeah won that um, quite quickly um, his record I think he's 8 and all yeah um, and every single every single fight has gone within the distance knockout technical knockout right yeah now does that work in your favour because you look at that geezer and you think to yourself, well, he's a one-trick pony. We know what he's going to do, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to take him to a place that he's not been before. Yeah, or is it one of those where you're thinking to yourself, got to be a bit, little bit wary of that because that's what that's his thing. Yeah, no, there's obviously, yeah, both sides of the, 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 the stick, do you know what I mean? Like, someone with that potential to obviously finish someone, knock someone out, okay, yeah, it's something you need to be wary of. But at the same time, yeah, it does kind of let you know the game where they're confident and where they believe that they're the best at. So, yeah. again, yeah, it, it it just reinforces and lets me know that I can take that fight wherever I want to take it and I'll abuse every single position that I'll be in and I'll be making the most of it. Um, at the same time, he's 8-0, and oh, he's finished eight people, I'm going into the fight with nothing to lose. Most people be looking at that and they would see this guy's knocked out eight people, he's going to knock Danny Roberts out and that's that. But you can't knock everyone out. It's, it's, it's just one of them things you we're can't. talking levels now aren't we Dan come yeah, on man let's not mess about you don't have to be diplomatic just because we're on the cameras and we're doing the show yeah let's not be diplomatic yeah, we're, we're on t- here we're talking levels listen there's a difference between fighting cans and then fighting hot chocolate that's and it standard issue I'm 13 and 1 I come out to war I'm prepared I'm ready um, so the way it's going to go down Saturday night it's going to be exciting but there's, there's no way I'm going to give an inch to this kid um, and it's going to be something that everyone's going to want to tune in and watch when you, when you started your career, a lot of people would have classed you as a striker, a, mm-hmm. a stand-up a person who likes to stand in the middle and, and bang. You must have been, you must be delighted with your development because the, the 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 finishes that you go through now, obviously through knockout, through submissions, through whichever way that you finish a fight, there's an even spread. <laughs> it, it is, you know what I mean. I think I think the percentages, if we're going to get really technical about it, I think you've got thirty three percent knockout, thirty three percent. It couldn't be more Submission, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. couldn't be more even the way that you're going about it, yeah. and that is the the art of a rounded fight. You must be delighted with that development, and I'm guessing, yeah, thankful that that is you made the right decision to get out to Florida to do what you're doing uh, yeah. in that gym. Definitely, and one thing I will say for anyone. Anyone that's listening, anyone that's watching, um, all the MMA enthusiasts, they know, listen, when it comes to a fight, the dynamic of a fight will always differ depending on your opponent. Mm. So you can't always guarantee that you're going to be able to play your game. Do you know what I mean? Are you listening, Mike? Mike, if you're listening, if you're watching us, my man, Mr. Platinum, yeah? Can't always do your thing, man. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. So basically, you just need to be prepared in every area of the game. You need to be ready. You need to kind of, um, like I say, be dynamic and be able to be prepared. So... Again, for me, like you say, from my record, you see there's a nice round even circle. When I get taken to that other end of the scale, that other dynamic, I'm ready. And it proves every time because, listen, I've had 13 fights. I've finished 11 of them. Um, It's it's, it's the way it's working. Mm. So I I know I'm onto a winning formula right now. It's just getting the skill set even more, improving, 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 always learning. Um, And the time's going to come when sooner or later you're going to see me at the top. You must have been been delighted to get the call to be on this particular card. It's very rare that we get... Uh, a UFC pay-per-view event in the UK. Of course, we had Fight Night recently when uh, Bisping took on Silver, but that was in London. 
to do it in the northwest of England and to have a pay-per-view event where, okay, yeah, Bisping's been able to call it the shots because he's the champ. Let's bring it to what he classes as his hometown. Great <laughs> stuff. But these opportunities don't really come around. So you as a UK fighter must be like, come on, man, I need to be on that card. I need yeah, to be on that card. You get you get hungry for it. Mm. They, had the, they had the one in London. Um, at the start of the year and obviously I came off the back of the, the victory in December yeah, yeah. as Nathan Coy and I was kind of looking at getting on that card but we were um, talking about it last time yeah, you, you might be able to make that happen yeah I was because you were looking at Croatia you were looking at a few little things in Europe around Europe yeah, yeah. I, think, I think at the time when we had the interview I was shouting down the mic that I wanted to be on the <laughs> on the London card but obviously yeah that didn't happen um, for whatever reasons but I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I've got now to come back to the UK and uh, showcase my skills so like I say, it's, I feel blessed right now in my life with the position that I'm in, um, the way my career is going in the future and the way it's looking. Um, the fights that I'm getting, they've given me a perfect fight for this, for the, for the UK card. That we're mm. gonna, like I say, we're going to entertain. So I feel like this is going to be one of the fights, one of the main fights you want to be watching throughout the whole night. Um, me and Mike Perry are going to be the ones to watch. Where, where do you see UK mixed martial arts at this moment in time? Because cards like this can only mm. grow the interest. There's yeah. going to be a lot of new fans, I'm guessing, that are going to be in there that are maybe been watching it via the city for yeah. a long period of time. Yeah. This is going to be their first experience. Yeah, and it's, you know what, what an experience to have. The cards are stacked. You've got some some old school legends on there, do you know what I mean, for the likes of Vitor Belfort, Stefan Struve, Bisping himself, Henderson. Yeah. Um, and then you've got lo- stacked loads of new talent. So for the UK MMA scene, they've they've got a varied amount of entertainment coming in and I feel, I feel like it's going to be one that's really going to, start to put names in households and people are going to stand up and take note because right now at this time it's the biggest it's ever been in the UK so mm. um, again it just it, it reinforces exactly what we are doing as a support and, and as athletes we, we're, we're pushing on to higher levels um, we're becoming some of the most exciting athletes in the world no one can touch us with, with what we do um, at the end of the day we put what about darts players darts players can can't they Ooh, you got kind, kind of you know close I mean? pick up a few pints pints and, and a cigarette and just chuck the arrows man yeah, they're athletes now aren't they sportsmen yeah, you've seen the fans they get though they're on Sky Sports bro and Tell they're you. screaming going nuts <laughs> I need some fans like that <laughs> but no um, yeah definitely Like we put our lives on the line every time we go out there mm. and, and there's, there's so many different complications that come into it and the things that we have to do from dieting to cutting weight to putting that weight back on and then to fighting and losing the weight in the fight as we spoke about earlier um and yeah, it's it's like I say, it's, it's starting to prove to be a real big thing, and I'm happy for it. As I say, mm. I'm I'm a UK guy. I still keep my roots rooted here, but obviously I'm over in the states and I'm training. Um, but yeah, I come back, do the business, and as as many times as the UFC have got UK cards, they want to put me on there. I'm going to carry on entertaining every time. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I'm just happy for the future, and uh, like I say, blessed for the opportunity that I've got right now. You talk about making names because this is how this game works now. It's about making that name, becoming a household name. Yeah. The one that the guys want to pay in America, uh, part with the $60 for the pay-per-view. Who do I want to <laughs> see? I want to see Hot Chocolate do his thing, yeah? That's what that's what this is about. Yeah, yeah. So now you're at a stage where you're creating momentum. How important is it that that momentum continues? Obviously, Saturday against Platinum, and then maybe a top 20 fight, maybe at the start yeah. of next year. And then maybe this time next year, we're talking about Danny Roberts being in the top 10 and, and competing against top 10 welterweights. Yeah, well, I, I, I'd like to say, as far, as far as that goes, you look at the UK MMA scene, we've got a couple of athletes um, through Bisping, Brad Pickett, a few people that have been in there from for, for the long haul, the long run. Um, but apart from Bisping, there's, there's there's not really many of us making big, big statements. So, it's again, it's, it's the evolution of the sport. And this is 2016 now. There's a new breed. Mm. His name's Hot Chocolate. And he's coming. Top five. Let's go. <laughs> You're ready now. You you genuinely believe now. If they if they treat you in with a top five welterweight right now, 
you believe that you're ready for that. Listen, I got my boy behind me. He'll tell you. If he's ready, he's ready, yeah? Give me a full camp. And I'm telling you, I, I, I will I will serve up the biggest plate of entertainment you've ever seen. And Danny Rob is capable of anything. Remember that. It's a proven track record. You can see it on my record. I'm not I'm threatening you, Dan. Again. Don't look at me like that, I'm man. Get, I'm, I'm worked up. It's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs some Nando's. Get this guy some food, man. He's going to rip the studio to pieces. I've got, I'm, I'm, I'll chuck a A name, yeah? Because, yeah. okay, I'm not going top five, top 10, next fight out. I'm going to go around the top 20s, okay? And a decent name that we saw recently, last weekend or the weekend before. I'm, I'm going to go Cowboy. I'm going to go Alex Oliveira, right? Okay. That's where I'm at in your division, well away. So I think that will be a nice little matchup next. Which one are we talking, Cowboy or? Alex, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex Oliveira. Yeah, did he beat Robert? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, Come off a decent victory. Yeah. There's a bit of noise there. Yeah. Someone like that guy, perfect for me. Do you know what I mean? Um, he's been in with some decent guys previous. If I have a look at the rankings, I think he may just be a, he's just above me in, in, yeah, the, in the UFC's yeah. rankings, I think. Um, someone like him would be perfect. He's got a big name. He's got stylistically, he's nice. Do you know what I mean? Um, again, for me, I think I'd be a little bigger, overpower the guy. Um, and again, I'd find a way. Mm. I always do. And then, we look at, and then we look at the guys that are 15, Top ten, all those type of guys. I mean, I've just mentioned Cowboys' name. There's a couple of other guys' names in there. There's a lot of tidy fights there, man, isn't yeah. there? Guys that have been in with big boys before, maybe coming off the back of a loss, looking for something. You're there, stood there. Come on, man. Let's take the yeah, let's take this on. That, that's the statement fight. That one statement fight then propels you in serious talks with the likes of Tyrone Woodley. Definitely, and once you're up there, you're up there. That's the thing you you got to remember as well. You take out a couple of big names, and people remember that. You kind of you make a statement. You staple your your name and your credentials within the top. Mm. And again, it's a career. You know what I mean? We've we've all got to live. We've all got to eat. So keep them paychecks coming. And <coughs> I want to be part of the best competition in the world. I want to be number one. I don't. I'm not in it just to be part time. You know what I mean? Or or to to get cut. I'm 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 in it for the long run and to make a big future for myself and my family and. Again, to leave my mark once I'm gone. You know what I mean? This is my, gonna be my legacy. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big, big thing and it means a lot to me. And again, it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. And I feel like that passion is something that can't be faltered or unhinged. There'll, there'll, be, a lot of, there'll be a lot of people listening to this because we have a lot of crossover fans. We have boxing fans yeah, that yeah, crossover yeah. To, that dip in. <laughs> and then we've got proper UFC full-on mixed martial artists fans, right? So the boxing fans would look at it and they they'd... When I've spoken to them in the past, they judge a lot of careers in boxing, yeah. similar to fighters that are in the UFC. And, and it's very, very different in the way that things can happen ridiculously quick. For example, if you're talking about world title shots, people would think, oh, 15, 16 fights, yeah. that's, where they're, that's where they're at. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at the current welterweight champ, Tyron Woodley's, I think he's had about eight fights in yeah. total in the UFC, not in his mixed martial arts career, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, but in the UFC. Now, obviously, you step outside it, that's three. Start next year's four. Five's realistic, isn't it? Yeah, five, it is. six is realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, we've got such um, the division. The way the way you look at it, between between each division within the UFC, that that they they're employing anything between sort of I don't know, eighty to hundred fighters, and these are the best, the elite level fighters in the world. You know, I mean, there's a reason why they're signed to the UFC. They obviously see something that they want you to to be. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So again, it it it, it kind of works well for the athlete. It works well for the UFC. We come in, we have fights previous before we get, and we have to prove and we have to show our toughness before we even get accepted for the UFC. Most people that go to the UFC are normally champions from some other organization. All right, show off. Else, There's no need mean? to bring that Cage Warriors thing here. No, nah, hey, I wasn't a Cage Warriors <laughs> champion. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> they obviously just seen something else in me. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the thing about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, f- I feel like 
we, we put a lot of work into it and, and the, the miles run up quick on our clocks as well. Do you know what I mean? So we work harder than, than, than most athletes um, as we have to put so many hours in to dedicate to our training so we learn our craft. Mm. Um, so again, it's, it's we need to be get be able to get there quick. Um, and yeah, you just step up every time. We, with the UFC, they obviously, they matchmake. And when they, when, they, when they do their matchmaking, you're always looking every time you're stepping up a better caliber of fighter. So obviously it's going to get you to that that prize goal quicker. We've got no opportunity. We've got no 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 option. Yeah, yeah. The UFC are the ones that make the fights. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, right, you do this, let's go. They are the promoter. That is it. They are that, the sanctioning body. End of. That, that that that's that's also where the entertainment comes in as well because they know what they're doing as far as matchmaking goes, and um, you get some wild card fights, and it's again, it just it kind of puts everything on on a knife's edge, so it keeps the excitement alive for a lot of viewers and a lot of fans watching in. There's no gimmies. Is there really in the UFC? No. There's people that sometimes in the world of boxing, I'm not doing it because I love, I love the sport, but sometimes you can win a world title and then you get a nice little trot out in front of your home fans as yeah. a nice little, you know, little, yeah. little shake off. Oh, come and buy a couple of quid. But it doesn't happen in the UFC. You know no. what I mean? If you're in the UFC, you're fighting elite constantly, constantly, because you're either climbing that ladder or you're trying to stay at the top of the ladder. So exactly. therefore, there's only one way. You have to fight the best. And because there's only one sanctioning body, exactly. they make it happen. Yeah. And because the numbers are so small as well, don't forget, there's probably tens of thousands of athletes in the world that sit in a welterweight that are hungry, that want the same position as what I've got right now. So it's a, con- it's, it's, it's a well-refined machine that's constantly churning fighters through and through. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like... it's. Like I say, yeah, you get you get some new talent come in, and then you got hungry fighters that just want to try and rip your face off. Do you know what I mean? To take that step up and, and move on, and exactly, it's likewise for you. Do you know what I mean? So the competition levels fierce and it's continuous as well; it never stops. Um, just before we carry on talking about fighting, I, I want to talk about chocolate chip. We yeah. spoke last time about uh-huh. the boy. There's absolutely no way, right, that he's getting his looks from you. He's far too good looking. <laughs> that kid, he is far too that. good looking, isn't he? He's gonna say it. Them blue, them blue eyes. He melts hearts. Serious, that man. Serious. Um, I'm actually trying to get him into modelling. He has to. If there's anyone out there that's got a modelling contract for chocolate chip, please do let me know. Get in touch. Um, Check out uh, Dan's uh, Instagram. The boy is literally quite beautiful. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Honest to God, he's got, he's got boys melting over him. <laughs> he's, do, he's doing well. He's just turned one. I missed his birthday. I was away. I was in the States. when. How, uh, how hard is that? Because that's tough, isn't it? Yeah, leaving him behind is the biggest, the biggest thing that kind of like, it hurts, but at the same time, it also like, it makes me remember, do you know what I mean? That's the driver? Yeah. I've got like I've got a couple of the, 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 the US guys here with me and they'll tell you the same thing. I, I don't stop talking about the kid. Every day I'm showing him pictures or videos and it's just, he's a part of my life, do you know what mm. I mean? He, he motivates me, he gives me a lot of drive and passion towards pursuit of, of what I need and to gain from life. So he's he's, he's a hidden strength mm. and he's, he's, he's definitely one of the strongest points that I feel that gives me an edge over most athletes without a shadow of a doubt. He's the he, you're doing this so he doesn't have to exactly and, and with I, them good looks you don't want him to man <laughs> and, and as well for the for the freedom the freedom as well I want to be able to spend as much time as I can with him I know that I sacrifice now it's mm. gonna pay dividends later so I'll, I'm willing to do that I'll spend the next five years grafting my backside you can say off. it's fine yeah, man we'll bleep yeah. it All right. <laughs> ass off and um, being able to reap the rewards for it and yeah. like I say save. Everything I'm doing is ultimately is for that kid and for his future, as I never had that when I was growing up. So to be able to give that to him now has become my number one priorities. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll do anything. I know he's only it. one, but has he figured out what dad does yet? Um, yeah, he has. <laughs> I, he's, he, I tell you what, he sees me on TV when I'm fighting. He, he's watched both my fights. Yeah. Um, obviously he hasn't watched them live, but 
he straight away he's pointing at the TV and he's sit there, he's glued to the TV. As soon as his dad's off the screen, he doesn't want to know. Um, and if I'm shadow boxing or anything like that, he'll sit there in awe, just looking at me and just wondering what I'm doing. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him up. I'm gonna teach him in the gym. I'm gonna. It's a, it's a dad's prerogative, isn't it? To obviously when when you do play a fight, yeah, you got you got to put it on him. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have to learn from early. Mate, man, you, you, know gotta, you can't just have a tickle. you got to put no, him on him, man. No, of course not. Already <laughs> now, I'm shoving him around, bullying him a little bit. No. To be fair, he's, he's, a, he's a tough little cookie. Um, he and he's coming he, back from all, does he? Yeah, he's, def- he's, definitely got, um, he's definitely got some of that hot chocolate blood in him because he's he's crazy. He's already climbing. Feels one, no pain. He's climbing on top of radiators and yes. cages and jumping off. Love it. You know what I mean? He's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting to see how he gets on in his future and stuff like that. And, like I say, naturally he's around the fight game, so he's going to absorb that. He's going to see that, but he's taking a liking to football, really. Yeah. Hey, is he good? Can that boy dribble a football or what? Yeah. He's one. He Solid. Can, he can dribble the football. Honestly, he doesn't even want to pick it up. That's the game, man. Isn't it? Man That's it, so. the game. Yeah, looking at him to get. They in. don't even kick you. You just have to roll around <laughs> in that game. And you get paid. You know what I mean? Get major paid. <laughs> so yeah, I'm definitely looking to. Um, it'll be a sportsman, definitely. Probably football though. So watch out, Prem. He's coming. He's coming, man. He's coming. Right. This weekend, mm-hmm. UFC 204, and everybody's dead excited about it. I'm going to ask you, we, we know what you're, what's going to happen in your fight. It's going to be in and out. You're not even going to need a shower. Yeah, straight yeah. back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah straight yeah. Sat back down ringside watching the rest I'm just of it. Just going to put a suit on straight after. That's it, straight on. Shower, no bother. Fine. So let's talk about the uh, the main event. Yeah. Bispin, mm-hmm. UK pioneer for years and years and years. Yeah. You must have followed him when you were a kid. When you, yeah. when, when you were coming through doing your thing, you must have thought, oh man, I fancy a piece of what this guy's mm-hmm. doing. Especially when he kicked it all off with uh, the ultimate fighter and then his, his journey. He's been the Neely man. Now he's not the Neely man. Now he's the man. You must be, as a UK mixed martial artist, you must be quite proud that we're now at, at a level where people are mentioning the UK alongside with the world champions of, the, of Brazil and yeah. America and all these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, like, obviously, predominantly, the one one of the things that has seemed to obviously sort of keep the sport to the way it is and... As as if anything, as as I don't know, the wrestling, the wrestling aspect of it. That's what that that has always been something that has played dividends when when it comes to the fight game. Mm. And the Americans are doing it from when they're kids in school and stuff like that. So that's obviously that's an issue, and it always has been something that's been a little bit different for us and difficult for us to understand and relate to and stuff like that. Um, again, it's a skill that we've had to pick up along the rest of alongside the rest of the other crafts that we have to pick up as well. Mm. So it, it can be it can be a very busy thing. Um, but ultimately, yeah, for the for the UK and for what we're doing for Bisping, um, I'm 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 proud of that guy. You know what I mean? He's he, listen. He's stuck out. He's been in the game for years, man. He's had some ups, some downs, controversy, rose ab- above adversity. Do you know what I mean? He, he's he's always stuck in it. And look at him; he's a champion now. Mm. So again, it's 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 good to prove that the UK have got what it takes. Let's see him defend his belt on Saturday and 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 like obviously keep it mm. and again that's just going to solidify that we are better than what a lot of people think um, again Bisping's a different beast to how he was 10 years ago when I look at that fight against Dan Anderson his tempo is all about him the way he moves um, with this sport you don't necessarily need to be the young mule to be able to do what you need to do and, and dominate wisdom comes into play as well do you know what I mean and sometimes that can just happen it just clicks for people and I feel like for Bisping right now He's at the top of his form. He's going to be there now for a couple of years, few years, um, and this is going to be his time. And for a lot of, a lot of other UK fighters, it just gives a lot of inspiration yeah. and a window to show that we can do it and it can be done. I thought I was going to be the first UK champ. 
but I'll be number two now. I'm happy with that. Listen, I'll be number two, but I'll still be number one in the world. (laughs) Um, And to carry that goal is going to be a good thing. Mike was in here about three weeks ago. He came in when he was doing a little bit of a a press tour. He came in and he was chatting about the first time that he fought at UFC 100 against uh, Henderson. Yeah. Um, And obviously he was knocked out and then he got a little bit of a a nasty, nasty elbow off the back, off the the knockout. Yeah. So in in a way, the way that he was talking to me is that I owe this guy one. I owe this guy one. You must have been in that situation maybe where, maybe not necessarily UFC, but you've been in with somebody, whether it when you used to box or whether it be something like that, somebody's got a little bit yeah. nasty with you, somebody's done put a little bit of something on you. There's a little bit of extra behind the back of yeah. his teeth where he need, he, what he wants to show. Grit, yeah, yeah, he wants to show he wants to show what it's all about, that he's the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. And that's, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'd feel exactly the same way. My gripes that I've ever had with that have normally been like, probably when I was in school <laughs> and I had a little fight in the playground and then I got done in and then obviously I'm, I'm, I've, I've got a gripe with that person then, do you know what I mean? It's personal, but no, as far as the sport goes and all that, I would say it, it, he's, he's doing everything perfect and, mm. and uh, the way he's looking at this fight from the last fight is the way you need to be looking at it because I know myself, if I had any sort of personal issues with someone, um, fight uh, relatives, Listen, it's it's, it's gonna it's gonna push me more to come back and to really really prove who is the real champ, who who is the best fighter out of the two of us. You know mm. what I mean? So I feel he definitely has got a drive and that passion in him. Um, I've seen him work out so far since he's been here, and he, he just looks like a different man. You can see it in him. So I feel like he's gonna perform well Saturday. He seems content, man. That's yeah. what it is. I've spoken to him pre becoming champion. It was like you were on edge. Now he's like, I know I'm the champ. Yeah, I want to say this There's as well. Like, one one of the biggest aspects is fighting in front of your home crowd. Now, if you're one of them people that the pressure doesn't get to you and you thrive off it, Bisping is pr- has a proven track record that when he fights in the UK, he wins. So he loves it. I mean, you, look at the fight with yeah, Anderson Silva, you, you man. Get, stupid. You see him get stupidly pumped. <laughs> he got knocked out and still won the fight. That's how, <laughs> that's how pumped he was for that uh, fight. Yeah, you see him get stupidly pumped up. And that, that, that's that's good. People that can handle that pressure and they can, they can take it and run away with it. Mm. Um, I like to think of myself as one of them type of people. I'm going to have a lot of people there the weekend that, that will uplift me and give me that energy and spirit to push through. Um, Bisping without a shadow of a doubt has got that as well um, and some of the Americans my friends have already said it to me before it's us crazy Brits that's the way we go on so <laughs> we we fight to the death and, and we, we, we'll push for our, our, our fans and you know what I mean our support network it's going to be mad it's going to be a mad uh, evening what do you make of the rest of the card just br- browse over it Belfort Musassi looks a cracker you've obviously got St. Pru against uh, Manoa that's another belter mm-hmm. there's some beautiful beautiful fights on there yeah. for you you must be thinking this is wicked just to be a part of all yeah, this it's, it's, it's a massive card like you say it's UFC 204 um, coming to Manchester I with the time the time of it being shown obviously for the pay-per-view for the Americans it's just going to be lockout from the from the first bell. It's, no one else is going to have anywhere else they want to be at 11pm mm. on Saturday night if you pay for a ticket. You're just going to go straight to the venue and you're going to see all the fights and you're in for a treat. The, the card's stacked. Like I say, you've got some old legends, you've got some new school, you've got some up-and-coming Brits um, and it's going to be full of excitement. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't be happier to be a part of it, honest to God. There's nowhere else you want to be Saturday morning, Sunday morning. No, yeah, I, I, I want to be backstage in the changing rooms getting ready. Like I say, feeling all the vibes and, and just soaking everything in and then Sunday just to sit back and recollect everything and yeah, just live live that dream. You're uh, known for changing your walkout music. Yeah. What's it, what are you going with? Um, I'm going with Michael Malloy's Rise and Fall. A lot of people You did that first that. time out? Yeah. It's become a little bit of a um, symbolic personal, thing. It's personal to you, isn't it? Definitely. I don't, I don't, it's hard to describe what it does for me, but um, yeah, it just... It, 
it elevates me in different ways. Um, and it's slow. It's not. It's not. It's not your stereotypical tune that you hear most people walk out to. Um, with the tempo of it and stuff like that, but it's because it, I know that you don't want to talk about it, but there's a meaning behind it. There's a, the, yeah, that it's connected to something that's personal yeah, in your life. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, we had um, it was it was. Just, I, I say I talk about it. It's due to one of my friends' um, little brothers passed away in a coach crash, hmm. Michael Malloy. Um, and then they done a tribute song. It went it went up to number one. It got pushed and promoted in the UK, um, hit the number one spot. And like I say, every time I come out to it, um, I'm real real close to the brother. Um. And it just, it, it does something for them, their family, for me. Like I say, it gets me emotional, but in the right way. Puts you in the zone as well. Yeah. And it makes it, it turns up. Listen, I've, I've come, I've walked that out three times and I've had three first round finishes. So just let me write that down. I'm going to get on the betting, betting at the weekend. There you man. go. That's there it. You that's go. it. Odds for Watch all the fi- bookies. All the bookies change, <laughs> changing up now. Oh, we're losing. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Danny Roberts looking and sounding great. Now, let's hear from the main man, the man that is defending his world title in his home city as part of the main event, the one and only Michael Bisping. Let's find out what it means to him. To defend a title in this city, that's just sensational. No, 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 it really is. And it sounds cliche to say, oh, childhood dreams and all Mm -hmm. these type of things. But, you know, the MEN has hosted so many fantastic events over the years and so many legendary fights. Of course, that was, you know, where Ricky Hatton, you know, really, you know, established himself. Yeah, yeah. and, And so many great fights, you know. So getting involved with this sport, I never thought I would fight there. And then I remember the first time I fought at UFC 70 in 2007. Wow, that's time ago, mind. yeah. It was crazy, the support I had. So, and of course, I always wanted to represent England. I wanted to be the first champion and I've done those things. Then I wanted to defend it in Manchester because the UFC, you know, you know, they do a great job of putting on good fights here, but we've never had a UK champion. And I thought, well, I've, they've got one now. I want to defend it here in Manchester. So we had a conversation with Dan. Well, I had a conversation with Dana and the You did it. You told him what were happening, didn't you? I, no, well, no, actually, you know, <laughs> I, you know, he offered me Dan Henderson. We talked about where, and I said Manchester. And he said, well, what about the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff? And I said, well, that's good. I said, but come on, it's got to be Manchester. Yeah, man. It's got to be Manchester. And he turned around to Lorenzo on the phone and said, hey, Mag wants to do Manchester. And lo and behold, Manchester, here we are. Um... To come back here as the champion, I mean, after the uh, after I won the belt, I came back and did like a little yeah, victory yeah, yeah. tour and I went to the Trafford Centre and did a signing there. And I could have cried, to be honest. The, the, there was thousands of people there. Has it the, surprised you? Yeah. Because you're used to being in the States. No, so is, listen, has it surprised the, what it's like the, over the, here now? The comments that people came up and said to me, it just blew my mind. You, like, I'm not, I'm not bragging. It, it's all right. Like, so there, you there, can there, self-praise, there, mate. Go for there, it. There, there was like, I'd say about 20 people came up and said, when you won the title, I cried. Legit. And, and I was like, I just couldn't compute it. I was like, why are you so emotionally invested in my fighting? I couldn't, I just couldn't understand it. Yeah. And I, I was blown away. I was truly humbled. I, I sat there for hours after I was meant to leave and made sure everyone got whatever, a picture or a signature or, or called me a wanker. Um, so, and it was just amazing. So now to come here, first defence in Manchester, well, people are emotionally better. people are emotionally invested because they've followed it for forever since sure. uh, for, since the Ultimate Fighter mate. They've gone all the way with you. Yeah, they've yeah. wanted it and wanted it. Yeah, and all yeah. these fights you mentioned, we'll get to Henderson, obviously UFC 100, Vitor, sure. Chel Sonnen, all these fights. They got oh, nearly, yeah, yeah. nearly, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it happens. It's yeah. like what? It all just put, it all just pours out. Yeah, it? I guess. I guess I never thought of it like that. But yeah, you're right. So I mean, yeah. it's like your football team, isn't it? You got oh, of we course. got to the semi final. Oh, we got to the semi final. Yeah. Now we're in the final. 
What? That's, well, that's why I always feel a lot of pressure whenever I fight in England. I've used that analogy before. I've said, you know, if you go and spend money and go and watch your football teams that you support, Absolutely. you want them to win. And yeah. if they lose, you leave feeling, you know, you, you, you're down, you know, you're dejected. You've spent all that money. You know, you've given up your Saturday. You've, you've travelled yeah. down there. You might have stayed in a hotel and they bloody lost. No one wants that. Mm. And no one wants me to lose here. So I, I feel that. I feel the pressure. I understand they're giving up the hard-earned money. You know, the tickets aren't cheap. People have to stay in hotels if they're travelling around. You know, so I don't take any of that for granted. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. You can listen to the whole of that Michael Bisping interview, all 30-odd minutes of it, absolutely free, by subscribing to our podcast at fightdisciples.com. Dead simple. And if you do subscribe, don't forget, with it being fight week this week here in Manchester, there will be extra content for you from the weigh-in, from the media day, from the open workouts, and of course, from fight night when it comes Saturday night, early Sunday morning. As well as that, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms because you will get to watch that interview. Yes, that's right. We've gone visual. You can see me and Bispin chatting if you want. Um, It is available uh, via our Facebook page. It's available on our Twitter page and on our Instagram and YouTubes. All you've got to do is go to at Fight Disciples on all of those formats and you should be able to see us. Thank you very much for listening to us. It's a busy week, UFC 204 Fight Week. There's plenty more to come for you, so make sure you subscribe. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.